Hi, this is Jesse with Red Cloaks Radio. We've got a very special edition today. My co-hosts are Martha from Boston Red Cloaks and Laura from Boston Red Cloaks. We're here today with a group of women who have volunteered to come out and demonstrate the day after we learned that the President of the United States has nominated a woman to the Supreme Court who strongly opposes equal and fair treatment of women. She is opposed to the decision in Roe versus Wade, and this is a political nomination that is determined to undermine our votes. So we're here at the State House right now. We've been standing out here and protesting with people gathering around taking pictures. State Representative Tammy Gouveia has stopped by and gave some very moving remarks. How are people feeling today? Feeling excited, but also preoccupied because of yesterday's nomination, but we, we have to do everything we need to do. We have to go vote. We have to talk to people, to our youngsters, to go vote. That's the only way we can change this. There's no, no other way. I'm outraged. Roe v. Wade allows women to get safe, reproductive health care. We cannot go back to back alley abortions. Vote. I'm sad, but fired up to fight. <laughs> yeah. I think this is essential that we're out here and make our voices be seen and heard because we are at a critical point where our, our rights are, are just might be diminished and we just can't go back. This is safe health care for all women. It's our job to get out and vote for women. And I myself am in a panic, a complete panic because our system of democracy is disintegrating before our very eyes. And I feel like it's so important to be here with like-minded people who are as fired up as me and to send a message. And I think the Red Cloaks right now sends that message. Para los que me los que oyen en español, el que el Roe Act no lo quiten de Estados Unidos y de Massachusetts es lo más importante. No podemos regresar a como en nuestros países que nos que los abortos los hagamos a, a escondidas. En este país tenemos libertades y no las podemos perder. Por favor, si eres ciudadano y eres elegible a votar, vota. Vota, por favor. This is one of the first times I've ever been a red cloak and been asked to look straight at the camera either. And we're changing from being sad and depressed to angry. And I kind of like that. So we're making our way over to the press conference that Ed Markey is having this morning. And I just wanted to say that when I'm walking with the red cloaks, I always feel like I just want to cry. And that is, is because of a couple of different reasons. One, I'm just so devastated by what's happening right now and the fact that RBG has left us and also what we're doing as Red Cloaks and that the, the message is being sent. So I just wanted to say that. Ed Markey is about to take the mic. Oh, here he is. So, we are all mourning the loss of one of our nation's greatest heroes, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Justice Ginsburg was bold, brilliant, and a staunch advocate for freedom of speech, reproductive rights, and civil rights. She was the embodiment of true justice and an inspiration 
to each one of us. We must honor her legacy and fight to protect our democracy. But we also know that almost immediately after the news of her passing broke, that Senator Mitch McConnell announced that he planned to push through a Supreme Court nominee named by Donald Trump to replace Justice Ginsburg. Trump's nominee, Judge Amy Coney Barrett, represents just the kind of jurist Trump wants on the court to dismantle our rights, including overturning the bedrock ruling of Roe versus Wade. Even before he was elected in 2016, Trump pledged, quote, I will appoint judges that will be pro-life, yes. We must do everything in our power to save the landmark decision that made it clear for nearly 50 years that the right to an abortion is constitutionally protected. Judge Amy Coney Barrett is a far-right extremist activist judge will not only be a threat to reproductive justice, but also to health care and the millions who benefit right now from the Affordable Care Act. Both the Affordable Care Act and Roe versus Wade are in jeopardy. Barrett is someone who has shown a willingness to place her own personal beliefs before the law. And as the country faces this moment of reckoning, a reckoning for justice in all areas of society, we cannot afford to go backwards. And let's be clear, if you're going to nominate a woman to the Supreme Court to replace Justice Ginsburg, she had better be a nominee who stands up for women's rights instead of taking them away from women. Here in Massachusetts, we don't agonize, we organize. And with so much at stake, we must work together. We have to call on our state legislature to pass the Roe Act, especially now when so much is on the line. The Roe Act is critical to protecting reproductive rights here in Massachusetts. We have to make sure that abortion care is available for anyone who has decided to exercise her rights regardless of insurance coverage, age, or income. We have to do away with onerous regulations that delay and deny access to abortion. Now more than ever, in this country, we need to stand up and raise our voices against the Trump administration's work to restrict a woman's access to reproductive health services. Raise our voices together to stand with Planned Parenthood to stand with NAWA, to stand for reproductive rights and freedoms, to stand in calling on the Massachusetts State Legislature to pass the Roe Act. This is about the freedom to make decisions in our personal lives without the fear of interference from our government, and it's a fight that we cannot lose. So I am going to fight every single moment every political fiber in my body to stop them from doing this so we will have people there who will protect Roe versus Wade for the woman's right to choose. So let me now introduce uh, the executive director of NARAL Massachusetts, uh, Rebecca Hart Holder. She's a, a phenomenal leader in this cause. Please.
Naval Pro Choice Massachusetts. Thank you so much, Senator Markey. After yesterday's uh, nomination of Amy Coney Barrett to the United States Supreme Court, the threat to reproductive freedom, to voting rights, LGBTQ rights, health care, racial justice, immigrant justice, environmental justice, and the very integrity of our democracy is greater than ever. Let me be clear, with voting already underway, the American people, and not Mitch McConnell, should decide who gets to nominate our next Supreme Court justice. This is also a local fight. Faced with grave uncertainty at the federal level, the Massachusetts legislature must pass the Roe Act immediately. Roe v. Wade is the floor, not the ceiling. Immediately following the decision in Roe in the 1970s, the Massachusetts legislature passed barriers to abortion care for the sole purpose of restricting access to care. The barriers currently along the Commonwealth overwhelmingly impact low-income communities and communities of color, including by forcing people to travel out of state for care. For many Bay Staters, the right to safe legal abortion care is a right on paper only. Justice Ginsburg understood that a right that exists solely on paper is no right at all. And Massachusetts can honor her legacy and her work and further its commitment to justice and equality by passing the Roe Act. Plans and Parenthood Advocacy Fund of Massachusetts President Dr. Jennifer Childs Rochelle. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Becca. Thank you, Senator Markey. I am honored to stand with all of you today, united in our defense against these attacks on our health, our rights, and our freedoms. Senator Markey, I am especially grateful for your leadership. You are a fierce ally in our fight against the Trump administration's extreme and reckless agenda. We cannot allow Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell to disgrace Justice Ginsburg's legacy and undermine our democracy by ramming through this confirmation of another dangerous anti-abortion justice to the Supreme Court. Instead of figuring out how to protect Americans during the COVID-19 pandemic or addressing the public health crisis of state-sponsored racism and violence, Trump and McConnell are dead set on ripping away our health care and sending us back to the 1950s or to Gilead. And let's be clear, Roe v. Wade is just the tip of the iceberg. Immigrants' rights, workers' rights, racial justice, gender equality, and a livable planet are all at stake. If Trump gets away and rams through another anti-abortion justice to a lifetime appointment for your rights to access safe and legal abortion will be left entirely to the states. And that's why the Massachusetts legislature must take immediate action to abolish the racist and discriminatory barriers to care that are still entrenched in our state laws and finally guarantee equitable abortion access by passing the Roe Act. to honor Justice Ginsburg's legacy, then we must get rid of Massachusetts laws that deny health care to black and brown folks, young people, people with low incomes, and immigrants. It is abundantly clear that we can no longer rely on other states 
to care for our patients who are forced out of our state by our law. And sadly, it seems like we can no longer rely on the United States Supreme Court to protect us. But you can rely on Planned Parenthood and our coalition partners, our leaders up on Beacon Hill, and activists all around the state to fight like hell to protect nationally and locally the laws that protect access to safe and legal abortion and health care writ large. Thank you. And with that, I want to introduce my, uh, my legislature, uh, my friend, my champion, um, and my neighbor, Jay Livingston. Thank you. Uh, my name is Jay Livingstone. I'm the state representative for the 8th Suffolk District, which is a block away. Um, and I'm so proud to be here. Uh, as was mentioned, I'm one of the lead sponsors in the House of the ROACs. And as one of the champions of that bill, I'm proud to stand with Ed Markham, who is a champion of justice in all realms, but particularly in reproductive rights. The when I heard that uh, Justice Ginsburg had passed away, I was incredibly disappointed. She'd been such a champion on so many different issues, from reproductive rights to, to gender rights to workers' rights. And I immediately reached out to Ed Marcus' office. And not surprisingly, they were immediately responsive, saying, we're going to do whatever we can to stop this injustice, to stop pushing, helping us at the state level pass the Roe Act, a common sense piece of legislation to drive those Massachusetts the same rights that exist for people in other states. And I'm also joined by several colleagues from the House of Representatives. There's Ipinani Timmy Gavea, Paul Mark, Lindsay Sabinosa, all of whom have been outspoken champions for reproductive justice. And uh, one of the newcomers uh, to the Senate, her first term who's making a profound impact is Rebecca Rauch. It's clear from the remarks that you've already heard today, particularly from our advocates, our leading advocates in the state of Planned Parenthood and NARAL, that our reproductive choice, our reproductive freedom, our reproductive justice is at grave risk as a senator. Right over there. As a woman, as a person who has been pregnant, as a person who has given birth, and as a parent, there is no question, nor has there ever been in my mind, that my job is to make sure that I do every single thing in my power to empower the people I represent in the Norfolk, Bristol, and Middlesex districts and every person in this commonwealth to empower people to make choices for themselves about whether, when, and how to parent. And let me emphasize a point that was made earlier. The laws that are currently on our books here in Massachusetts 
were written in 1974 in the immediate aftermath of the passage of Roe v. Wade by anti-choice legislators. We are decades behind in the laws that exist on our books in this commonwealth. Decades behind. And that has not been acceptable before, and it is especially unacceptable now. The state fight is real. The state fight is real. And we need champions in our state legislature who are not only at the end of the day going to vote the right way. We need people right over there on Beacon Hill actively, fervently championing reproductive health and justice, paving the way to pass the Roe Act. And that's what I have been doing in my first term in office. Two of my reproductive justice bills passed the Senate in July on unanimous bipartisan votes including one of which to address racial disparities in maternal health. And those racial disparities, make no mistake, carry through directly into abortion care and abortion access. We have work to do where we can protect our choices and protect our justice and advance reproductive health care for all. Thank you so much. It's my privilege to introduce my colleague in the House, Representative Danielle Bergwald. Good morning, everyone. I want to offer my thanks to Senator Markey for convening us this morning. My body, my choice. Women's rights are human rights. No longer trite expressions, a call to action, a call to our colleagues in the legislature to pass the Roe Act call to our colleagues in the federal government to keep their foot on the gas. If you don't lay awake at night worrying about whether you'd be a handmaid or a Martha like I do, you're doing it wrong. If you don't lay awake at night thinking about how you're going to vote for Democrats up and down the ticket and how lucky we are to live in Massachusetts, you're doing it wrong. If you're not donating and phone banking and campaigning, for Jamie Harrison in South Carolina, and for Amy McGrath in Kentucky, and for Sarah Gideon in Maine. You're doing it wrong. Now is the time for us to act. We're at a defining point in our country, and, uh, and right at the top of the list is a woman's right to choose. A woman should make a decision about her body only in a conversation with her physician. That should be the conversation, ultimately. And that is what's on the line right now with this nomination of Amy Coney Barrett. Whether or not a woman is going to retain that right, her right, to make her choice about her life, her health, her body, it's her choice. And so that's what's on the floor of the United States Senate for the next month. And all I can promise you is that I am going to fight every single day in order to make sure that a woman's right to choose her own decision 
is protected. And I'm going to partner with these great leaders uh, to make sure that Massachusetts passes the seminal legislation, the Roe Act, to make sure that we are the leader, that we show from Massachusetts what the standard should be for protecting a woman's right to choose. So I thank each and every one of our great uh, leaders for being here today. Uh, I also want to thank the, uh, the Boston Red Cloaks, women who are supporting safe and legal abortion for joining us here today. Um, thank you all so much for being here. Okay, we're wrapping up here post-press conference. Just getting a few thoughts from everybody. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel really good. The Senator Markey and the other legis legislators spoke very strongly with Narrell and, and um, for women's rights. So it's a, the fight has begun. We have been fighting, and we got to keep going. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'd echo that sentiment. It's good to know we have some strong allies out here with us today. Yeah, for sure. It was really good to hear um, that Jay Livingstone had a strong voice. It was yeah. really good that he was like, we're going to do this. He sounded very determined. Yeah. And he's actually on the Judiciary Committee, so that makes a big difference to me to feel like he's in there with that voice every day. Yeah. That was, I, I agree with that. I mean, I ditto that completely. That was my takeaway from this. Rebecca Rush was unbelievable. Amazing. I've never yeah. person. Yeah. That I told her she was so, she fired me up. She had such a great she tone great and energy. the things she said were amazing. I was really glad that she was here. Um, I have to say, though, I just, I was talking to Tammy and I was a little discouraged by what she said, which was they're looking for a veto-proof version of the Roe Act, which means that pieces of this could get taken out. And what do we do now? And I feel hopeful because of the summit. Yesterday, we held a youth summit and fired up some younger people. And so maybe they can approach this in a different way. I liked our idea with the future voters and just telling people that, that, that they still know high schoolers that would be affected by this and letting these legislators know that and get them over the fence. I'm, yeah, I'm hoping with Markey that because the Sunrise Youth Movement was so supportive yes. that by Markey stepping out, people who follow him are going to hear it. Maybe yeah. they don't know. They've been working very hard, and now it's like, oh, there's this thing I haven't been paying attention to, but it's time. Yes. Yeah. I, th I feel yeah. that, he, you know, even just having him take the picture with us and um, it shows his support um, yeah. as well. But like you said, we need to really, uh, the, the devil's in the details. And right. that's the writing that you're talking about. Right. And, and we, we can't risk having pieces of this taken apart because we'll never get it back. Never. Yeah. So you were new today. We always ask people, what was it like? I felt uh, it was very powerful today. Uh, the whole solemn, I actually really like silent marches. I do a lot of activism. I feel like that um, that um, has a lot of impact. And I thought we created this great visual. Um, and it was like we were just spot on as far as what was being spoken about and like the whole row act and how important. And um, it, it's, it was inspiring. So I appreciate being being brought into the fold. This was really cool. I'm we so, so glad happy you came. to have you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh yeah, she knew that. A new sister. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Yeah.